In this episode of Eden Exchanges, we spoke to John Stanton from the Lava Coffee franchise. He told us all about this growing, exciting new brand and its place in Australia's increasingly sophisticated cafe sector, and what the next steps are for anyone interested in a Lava Coffee franchise. Welcome everyone. Today we're joined by John Stanton from Lava Coffee. Thanks a lot for joining us today, John. Pleasure. Look, firstly, can you just tell us how did you get into the business? Did you always gravitate towards hospitality businesses and franchising as well? Um, I actually joined the franchise and hospitality business for the first time in 2010 uh, with a company called uh, Cafe to You. Um, prior to that, I'd had lots of sales and, and customer service type roles in, in furniture in the health industry and, and just saw this opportunity in in franchising and coffee and, and thought it was time for a change. Um, joined a, a great team at Cafe to You and we, we grew the system from around about 90 vans when I joined it. It was a mobile system um, to around 160 Australia-wide and, and over 100 internationally. So a lot going on, fast-paced business. Um, in 2014, the owners actually sold the business to a, a much larger company. Uh, so I, I stayed on there for a couple of years running Cafe to You under the under the new ownership. Um, and in that time, the, the original owners decided to, to purchase another system, which was called uh, Lava Coffee. And, and here we are today, back with the team, back back to where we started, really. Uh, a nice small system, seven, seven shops on the ground at the moment. And um, we're, we're in, in a growth phase now. So, um, yeah, certainly looking to do something similar with this brand, but uh, in fixed locations yeah. rather than mobile. Great. So um, what are your plans for growth with Lava Coffee? Uh, look, we, <clears throat> we certainly want to focus on Eastern Seaboard for the moment. Um, but the, you know, the guys I, I work with and work for, they're, they're an ambitious team. Um, we, we don't like to sit on our hands. So um, they, they purchased the business about 18 months ago and there was a few things we wanted to, to change and make sure we had a really – um, solid foundation to grow the business. We're really comfortable now. Everything's in place. Everything's the way we want it. We can support our franchisees um, to the max. So now we're in a we're in a growth phase. We hope to turn our our current seven shops into um, about twenty in, in this next financial year, um, and probably the same again after that. So looking for a, a two three year plan. We expect to have forty or fifty outlets at that time, and then just continual. Um, steady growth from there. We, we've seen other systems grow very, very rapidly, and, and sometimes that's not a great thing. They can uh, free will out of control to some extent. So we focus on steady, constant growth, but never forgetting the uh, the most important part is to look after the franchise partners already within the system um, because they become our, our best salespeople. Yeah, it's a very interesting market you're in. Running a really great coffee business is uh, no easy thing. From your end, what do you think makes a great franchisee? Can you pick a star performer quickly and have you ever been wrong about this? Sort of given the nature of people who have a go at running a coffee shop for the first time. Yeah, look, look you're right. It's, it's not easy. People see, um, you know, from outside looking in, they see the barista and the team behind the counter making beautiful coffee, having a great time, having a laugh with, with, and a joke with each other and with their customer base. And that really is the fun part of the business. Um, obviously, in behind that, what people don't see is the, the very early morning openings and 
invoicing and paying bills late at night, <coughs> managing staff, managing your rosters, all the <coughs> all the other stuff which is, you know, back end of the business which um, the outsider looking in doesn't see. They just see great cup of coffee, great food, uh, and, and a great experience. In terms of what makes a great franchisee, if you have a strong franchise system and, and strong systems and processes like you know, we like to think we do, all we really look for is attitudinal traits. Um, I don't need anyone to come into our system knowing how to, <clears throat> knowing how to make a great co- coffee or produce latte art. We have the teams and the training systems to, to guide people who have never stood behind a coffee machine and turn them over time into a fantastic barista. So, as I say, it's all about attitude. If you enjoy the banter with people, Australians have a, a funny sense of humour and, and that's that's really important. When, when people go into a coffee shop, it's not just a great cup of coffee they're looking for. It, it is the experience. It's it's having a bit of fun with the person behind the counter. So if you enjoy that banter and, and you can converse with people from all walks of life, that's the sort of thing we're looking for. Um, obviously, to run your own business in any field, you've, you've got to be a go-getter, you've got to be a, a person that's really prepared to roll their sleeves up and do whatever it takes. Um, in terms of picking a star performer, um, yeah, we think we're pretty good at it. Again, we have a very structured process. Not only do we have the traditional application forms and interviews, but we use psychological profiling and, and personality profiling to really select the right person. For us, it's not about selling franchises at any cost. We, we think we more grant franchise agreements to people that we want to be in business with and we, we try not to talk about franchisee and franchisor. We talk about franchise partners. So if I'm going into partnership with someone, again, I'm going to be very careful um, who that person is and, and making sure we can, we can get along over time. Um, again, if someone goes into a lava coffee business and it doesn't work out, well, it's it's not good for them and it's certainly not good for us and our brand either. So it's um, we're a bit different to a lot of systems. We actually say no to a lot of people and, and, and some people get a little bit offended when you, when you say, look, you're not suitable for our system. Um, but I'd rather tell them that before they've spent the 150000 or whatever it might be than, than afterwards and we've made a, a terrible mistake. And from leading on to there, where you mentioned, you know, the, the the franchisee or the new partner coming in doesn't have to be an expert in coffee making, but the procedures from your end are, are quite set up. So, if, and and a key part of it is just having that perfect, consistent coffee every time. So that takes a lot of effort and infrastructure to achieve that. Can you just outline how you have already set that up and how a new partner coming in can benefit from that? Yes, yeah, certainly. Um, you're right. There is, and I mean, it appears there is, a, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of theatre in in producing a great cup of coffee. And those, you know, quality baristas that we all know on High Street, they do it very, very well. At the end of the day, you you can't teach skill. You can teach process. So we break it all down, and we work with equipment that's that's you know high end equipment, but also very user friendly for someone new to the business. So we break it down point by per, point by point. And if the, the franchise partner simply follows the process, over time, that constant repetition, they will build their skill level as well. Um, it's, it's, it's very structured and it it's needs to be. If people are going to give you their, their $4 for a coffee every morning, they want to know what they're getting. They want consistency and they want quality. Um, 
we're very, very lucky. We have a, a very tight relationship with our coffee roasting company, so much so that uh, one of our owners is also the majority owner of the roasting company, which is Seven Miles Coffee. So we really have control from the green bean being picked on a farm overseas all the way through to roasting, to packaging, transporting out to our, our franchise partners, and then the ongoing coaching and support. Um, we obviously provide support from a, an operational and a marketing sense, um, but as well as our operations team doing that for our franchise partners, they're also constantly visited by the expert coffee trainers from, from Seven Miles. So on one side, you've got <coughs> your business mentor, and on the other side, you've got your your coffee champion, and, and hopefully that's uh, you know driving us to to great business and great coffee every single time. Yeah. So while you were building those procedures and building the franchise brand, what are some sort of key lessons you've learned along the way? Um, <clears throat> look, I, th- I think it's important to never take shortcuts. Um, we, we all sort of get that little voice in the back of our head when we know we're, we're taking a little shortcut and we and we probably shouldn't and. You've really got to listen to that voice and, and pull yourself up and go, hang on, let's take it back a step. We know this is not right. If, if we want perfection in the, in the cup and in the, in the whole retail experience at the end of the day, we, we can't take any shortcuts on the way through. Um, and, and again, just really impressing on the, the franchise partner how important that, that striving for excellence is. Um, you know, we talk about getting shop blindness and all those things. The customer sees everything and, and different customers see different things and, and sometimes even on a, on a subconscious level. So it's, we're very big on, on never getting complacent. You know, we, we don't want one empty milk bottle sitting on the counter. Cleanliness is important. Food safety is so important. Um, you know, being able to smile when you're having a really bad day yeah. is very, yeah. very important. We, we say we're in hospitality not hostility. So um, you have those days where you've got to fake it and, and so be it. Whatever it takes to give that customer a great experience and, and then you will own them for life. We've got some amazing loyal customers out there and you know people that start off as customers and clients go on to become very good friends of our, our franchise partners and their staff. Great. Uh, so what are some key goals for Lava in 2017 and or the upcoming year? Sure. Look, our, our, our number one priority is always the success of the franchise partners within the system. Um, without them, without them having successful businesses, we have no no business. So, always focused on on their um, stability and, and their success. And on a second level, we're we're looking to to grow our system. We're we're very comfortable with our uh, coffee offering. Um, we. We'll happily put our, our blend and our coffee expertise side by side with any other franchise or independent Australia-wide. Um, we're, we're actually in the process of, of settling on a couple of formats. Um, you know, coffee industry is getting quite diverse these days, so we're, we've got a, a very small kiosk-style platform for, for the site that suits that, and we can go into a, a full-service cafe as well so at the moment it's just refining those two formats refining our our menu to make sure it's it's current it's modern it's on trend it's following the health trend that we're also so keen to to get on the back of um and and always um looking to evolve as well you 
you're never finished in business. You never, you can never say we've got it just right. We can stop now because as, as soon as you do that, something changes, and you, you also need to be reactive and and make sure you stay on trend. Yeah, and because we, a lot of people understand that the Australian market for cafes and coffee is quite sophisticated on the eastern seaboard. I mean, where are your thoughts on where the Australian, firstly the franchise and cafe sector is heading, and where do you see yourself positioned in that that sector, particularly how it can be a little bit different in Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, and sure. whatnot. Um, where do you see Lava clearly positioned within these markets? Yeah, look, you're right. Australians um, do coffee very, very well. You you walk into any top-end cafe in uh, London or, or New York, it's highly likely there's an Australian behind the counter because we're, we're renowned for doing it very, very well. The industry, um, you know, it's an industry that likes to see itself as, as very much on trend and, and in this constant evolution. And that can be tricky for franchise systems. Obviously, in, in franchising... Um, consistency is is very very important. Um, if you get to the point though where you have you know many many stores out there and they're all very structured and, and very consistent, it can be difficult to evolve and, and and stay on trend. And and I've seen this in other systems and they they lose relevance in the marketplace and some some very very big systems. So what what we try to do with with each particular site we look at, obviously we have our our brand guidelines and our structures in place, but we don't want things to be set in stone. We're, we're happy to work with the surroundings and the you know, the environment and the community um, we're involved in. Otherwise, if we just had the simple one stock standard offering, which you do see in a lot of franchise systems, um, you can get lost in the market very, very quickly. People, yeah, coffee is a little bit of a, a status thing. We all like to think we go to the best coffee shop on the block and, and the barista likes me the best. I'm his favourite customer. So we we need to make sure um, we have the benefits of being a, a structured franchise system, but we also have the flexibility to, to move with the times because um, coffee is fast moving and, and constantly evolving. So, John, we'll probably get a lot of people listening to this podcast um interested in purchasing a franchise with Lava or just interested in the industry? And is there anything else you wanted to bring out um, about your brand? Um, look, what I'd like to say, we're, obviously we're quite small at the moment with just the, the seven shops and, and you may not have heard a lot about Lava Coffee, but I encourage you to, to jump on our website, give me a call and, and understand what we're all about. Um, whether you're opening a coffee shop as an independent or a franchise these days, the opening price often can be Three, four, five, six, seven hundred thousand dollars. Um, hell of a lot of money and a hell of a lot of debt to carry, and and a hell of a lot of coffees you've got to make to pay that debt. You won't get that with lava. Um, our investment levels generally cap at about one hundred and fifty, hundred and sixty thousand. Sometimes as low as a hundred thousand dollar entry fee, and there's no hiddens on that. That covers the franchise fees to get you going, so your, your franchise fee, your initial marketing fee, your training, your business launch, and it also covers your, your fit out and your equipment. There's there's no need. I, I just don't see why some of these places are half a million dollars and, and upwards. Um, you know, you could have three or four of ours for, for that sort of money, and we're going to give you every tool that you'll get in, in those higher-priced opportunities as well. So I, I really encourage people to... Um, 
jump on, understand what we're all about. Uh, you know, moving forward in the business, another big point of difference with Lava in the franchise sector, we don't charge um, royalty percentage. We don't charge you know 8% of every dollar that goes through your till. We have uh, set, low, fixed fees. So you know from day one exactly what your fees are going to be. And if you go on and, and you know, triple your turnover, that's fine. That's good for you. Your franchise fees back to us don't change at all. Um, another point I'd just like to touch on is um, starting your business. That That's the absolute crucial time and, and your, your training and that initial opening is vital. Um, so regardless of where in the in the country you, you decide to open your lava coffee shop, we're going to bring you to Sydney for some some very intensive training, which is all of uh, you know your business mentoring through through my team, but also all of your coffee skills through the Seven Miles team. And then when it's actually time to open the store, we we don't throw you the keys and say good luck. We're there with you in store for the first two weeks as a minimum, longer if it needs to be to to hit our our predetermined goals. Um, we're going to make sure not only did you you learn what you need to know in training, but you can actually. Do it in store. You can you can execute it under pressure at speed, um, and and hopefully with a, a shop full of customers in front of you. No, thanks a lot. It's very uh, a comprehensive system you you've talked about, and and directly where should uh, interested parties go to if they want to say submit an application or get in touch with you? Sure, uh, lavacoffee.com.au. Uh, jump onto the website there, and and very easy to na- navigate around. You can. Have a little bit of a look about who we are and what we do. Um, my direct contact details will be there, so either submit sure. your application or, or call the number on the on the website, and I'll be on the other end of the phone. All right, fantastic. Thanks a lot for that, John. It's really informative for people you know, thinking of getting into that sector. Many could be experienced, or maybe they could be taking that plunge for the first time. So, thanks a lot for that, John. Thank you very much. Thanks, John. Okay. Eden Exchanges was brought to you by the team at Eden Exchange. In this episode, we spoke to John Stanton from Lava Coffee. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to learn more about Lava and other franchise opportunities, head to EdenExchange.com or BusinessBuyInvest.com, or you can follow us for regular updates on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Thanks for listening.